It is my pleasure to introduce our special guest and today's keynote speaker, Mr. Nick Pinchuk, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Snap-on Incorporated. Snap-on has been involved in technical education going back to the 1920s and 30s and has supported SkillsUSA for more than 35 years, dating back to when the organization was called VICA. Throughout that period, Snap-on Associates have donated their time and expertise to SkillsUSA at every level, including its national board. Today, Snap-on provides tool sets for skill time test prizes and administers the Automotive Service Technology Contest as well as support national officer travel. Mr. Pinchuk has had an exemplary career serving his country, his company, and the American workforce. He has served in Vietnam as an officer in the United States Army. He has been chairman and chief executive of Snap-on since 2009. And Mr. Pinchuk is one of the nation's leading advocates for career and technical education and the dignity of work. This includes regularly promoting SkillsUSA and its students to audiences across the country. He currently chairs the Board of Skills for America's Future in Washington, D.C., a national leader for our skills and careers. In 2011, the Career Technical Education Foundation named Mr. Pinchuk as its National Business Leader of the Year, recognizing his role in the formation of our Business Leader of the Year and also the SkillsUSA Torch Carrier Award and was previously awarded the SkillsUSA Champion of the Year for his extensive work in supporting and influencing the growth of a highly skilled workforce throughout America. In 2014, he was named to the Industry Week Manufacturing Hall of Fame. While he has many other commitments, Mr. Pinchuk has personally attended multiple SkillsUSA events over the years to show his support and lead by example. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a true champion for SkillsUSA and all of us pursuing skilled careers, Mr. Nick Pinchuk. Everybody just have a good time yeah. And we gon' make you lose your mind Everybody just have a good time Clap. Party Rock is in the house tonight Everybody just have a good time yeah. And we gon' Party Rock Anthem You know, you heard some of the very kind introduction I had here was, it was great, you know. And you get an idea of some of the great opportunities I've had the privilege of having in my lifetime. But none has been greater than to come to Freedom Hall and to be here on the 50th anniversary of Skills USA. And to. And to be before a crowd like you, introduced by Party Rock Anthem, and stand here in front of all you and say, every day I'm shuffling. I've been practicing that for a long time in the mirror. Look, I, wa I want to start tonight by simply taking first things first. These events would not be possible without a group of people that are here. Our advisors, our judges, our supporters, the people who support the organization. So I'd like all the students to give the advisors and the judges a round of applause.
My message is going to be pretty simple. It's real simple. America is an extraordinary country. We may, be, we may be challenged now, but the way around this challenge that has always been is the application of skills across the great landscape by the great population of America. If there's a question about America, Skills USA is the answer. And if I have anybody, if anybody has any question about America's future, I can tell you I have no question because I am confident in you because just like the first video said, you are respected and connected and educated and motivated and dedicated and prepared and skilled. You are going to assure the future of America. I have confidence in it and so should you. Now, you know, <laughs> I love coming to these events. They're real fun. And I, I've made feel so comfortable. Just today, I came in this morning from, from our headquarters and rolled up to the hotel and I got out of the car. And it didn't take 10 seconds for me to be greeted by a warm group of people, a warm group of people from the great canyon state, from the Grand Canyon state of Arizona up here. And, and I, I feel as though, I feel as though I have a lot of in common with many of you, you know, because every day when I go to work, I'm in the Badger State in Wisconsin. But I don't live in Wisconsin. I live in the land of Lincoln, Illinois. And I was born in the Empire State, New York. But you see, where I went to school, I went to school in the Bay State, Massachusetts. So we have a lot in common. We have a lot in common. Look, Freedom Hall, just let's think about that for a minute. Freedom. Freedom is a word that's synonymous with America, and this is an extraordinary country. It's extraordinary. But if you read the paper today, you may have some doubts. The New York Times writes, is America, America falling short? Fortune, American, Fortune magazine says, is the American century over? The Los Angeles Times says, is the American dream dying? And the Washington Post says, is American leadership at an end? And to add insult to injury, in the top 20 of the Billboard top, in, in, the, in the top of the Billboard top 20, last August, there was a song by MKTO called, Whatever Happened to the American Dream? Now, I'm here to tell you. I work for a company called Snap-on. And thank you. Thank you. We like it too, you know, but Snap-on does business in 130 countries around the world. And in my capacity, in my job, I travel to many of them. And I am here to tell you, without qualification, without equivocation, without question, that America is still the greatest country in the world. 
We have more comfort, greater mobility, broader range of opportunity than any society in the history of this planet. And that's true today. If you don't believe that, here are some statistics. We have twice as many paved roads as the next largest country. Twice as many. China's adding a lot of airports. They're adding 51 last year, and if they keep up at that rate, they'll catch up to us in many decades. Yes. And 2006, 5.6 million people were lining up to get green cards. Last year, that number was 14.7 million, almost three times as much. The people want to get in here. More than seven times more people want to come to America than any other country in the world. This is the greatest country in the world. Now, there's something more about it, though. There's something more you should know about it. You should think about it. It's a unique country. Unique country. Very unique. You see, we're not from a common origin. My grandparents sailed under the Statue of Liberty. And we view ourselves as Americans, but we still celebrate Russian Christmas. But we come from all, all places. We don't have a particular religion. All forms of worship are found here, and even a specific geography. The, the boundaries of the United States have changed as often as the stars have been added to the flag. Here's what makes Americans Americans. We believe. We believe in ideas. We share ideas. That's what makes us Americans. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those, those words broke on the consciousness of man 338 years, 11 months, and 354 days ago. And this continent, and I say the world, has never, ever been the same. The pursuit of happiness. Think about that. What does it really mean? It means the opportunity to keep your family warm and safe and dry with a profession, a skill that engenders pride and dignity in what you do and makes you feel satisfied and fulfilled. This is the most fundamental of American ideas and it's the mechanism of our culture. You are the guarantors of the continuation of the pursuit of happiness. Our hope rides on you. Now, you might ask yourself, well, what do scholars think about America? And, and, and a lot of people have studied it, and one question would be, why is it America has risen, has ascended beyond all countries in the New World? Why is it? Well, many have opined on it, but they all come up with the same idea. One is David Landis, the former Harvard professor who wrote The Wealth and Poverty of Nations, and what he says is America was ascended among all nations because we had skills to do things across the wide population. This is what created the society and the culture that we have. You say it yourself. I hold that society has advanced to its present culture 
through the use of the hearts and the minds of the worker, the skills of the worker. And this has happened forever. And this is what Skills USA does, and it's why you are here to celebrate these skills. Now, the way forward has been lit by certain people, brilliant people. Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, Henry Ford, Neil Armstrong that landed on a moon, great people who we all admire. But the, American, the America we know wasn't delivered and wasn't created and wasn't brought to its current society based on the brilliance of the few only. It was also brought here by the efforts of the many. George Washington. George Washington. He led his continental ragtag army into Valley Forge for the winter of 1777 and 1778, and it was withering. They were dying. And a man called Christopher Ludkins, a baker from the great state of Pennsylvania, He came to Valley Forge and he worked day and night to provide the sustenance that allowed the Continental Army to survive that winter and go on to win the war that established the Republic that we have held so dear for all these centuries. Henry Ford established the auto industry. And it was great. It was a great idea. But it wouldn't be the same without a young engineer, a young technician from Rhode Island named Bob Tosca Sr. He envisioned and invented the Cobra jet engine and created the performance culture of our auto industry that has refreshed it ever since. Snap-on is a company that puts sockets, puts tools in the hands of professionals all over the world in the United States. And we are made forward by the many. We call them the masters of our metal. And one such as Mark Wilberg. He's been with us for years in the Milwaukee plant. He superintends the socket-making machine. And he has made 70 million sockets with care and quality and skill. That's why people love Snap-on, because of people like Mark Wilberg. Mark... Malcolm McLean. Malcolm McLean was a trucker. He was a trucker from a place called North Carolina. North Carolina. And before him, we only used to have watermelon in August, because that's the only time it grew. But he envisioned the idea of the container, the 20-foot and 40-foot container that could be refrigerated and created the opportunities to reach the markets of the world without every cost and freight, and it created the supermarket culture which we have today. Neil Armstrong landed on a moon July 20th, 1969. One giant leap for mankind. But it never would have happened if Tom Kelly, an engineer, didn't envision the idea that Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin did not need to sit in zero gravity, so removed the seats from the lunar, lunar module and allowed it to make the weight that allowed it to land on the moon. And then my personal favorite, 
Rose Will Monroe. Rose Will Monroe. From the great state of Kentucky. The hills, the hills of Kentucky moved north to Michigan to deal with moved north to Michigan to work in the Willow Run plant. She worked on fighter aircraft and bombers. And next to her sisters, she worked to develop those bombers and turn them out. And she became known as, yes, Rosie the Riveter. And she and her sisters created the substrate. She and her sister created the industrial substrate that supported the troops, that allowed us to win the one war America could not afford to lose. Rose Will Monroe. Ex everyday people doing extraordinary things. You see, America has always succeeded, of course, by the brilliant lights of the few, but more often and more surely by the efforts of the many. And this is the story of Skills USA. You can see it when you look at your badge. You see the torch of knowledge. You see the orbital circles of technology. You see the shield of the American way of life. You see the hands of the individual, and you see the gear bringing it all together, the industrial society, the brilliance of the few, and the efforts of the many. Skills USA authors the skills that allows American people, the American people to become ascendant and to power, to fuel, to shape, to improve, to save and protect America. This is our 50th year in Skills USA. You are part of it, and let me tell you this. It has never been more important. Never, ever. Never, ever, 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 ever been more important. And the reason is this. The reason why you see people writing things is America falling short. And is this the end of the American dream? Is because we're in a global competition for prosperity and jobs. And the greatest weapon we have in this global competition is our skills. And the greatest answer for that skill for that skill and that need for skill is Skills USA. And despite, and despite the fact we have a competition, it's particularly difficult today because you've heard people probably talk to you about the skills gap. 600,000 jobs unfilled simply because we don't have skilled people. 10 million skilled jobs going to become available and open in the next five years. You see, here's the thing. If you're a businessman like me, you know one incontrovertible fact that the most important factor in establishing business anywhere and generating employment in any state or city or country is the presence of the capability and skill of the people who can enlist with you. You have come to the right place at the right time and you are important to America. And you might think, you might think it's about tomorrow. And it is. You're about America's future. But you're also about America's now. Because you see, whether you realize it or not, the nation and the world 
is looking at you. They are gauging based on you America's future. It's true. I ask you to witness the truth of what I say here tonight. It is true. See, when you master skills, the skills you master, they lift the spirits of America, of our country. The way you act and the potential you display, they give form to our nation's hope. And the success you achieve as you go into your, your chosen professions, they shape the prosperity of our future. There is no doubt about this. And I am confident that you will be successful in this. You know, this is a competition. America's used to competition, actually. You know, we, we, we have it, it's all around. If you think about this, next fall, just not so many miles from here, the volunteers at Tennessee will roll out on the field. They will roll out on a field to the hundred, to voices of hundreds of, a hundred thousand people encouraging them. And in a similar way, the orange and black of the Pokes and the crimson and cream of the Sooners in Oklahoma will do the same thing to no less a cheer. And the, and the noise will be no less loud when the garnet and gold and the orange and blue of the sunshine state of Florida rolls out on the field. And why do these people cheer? Ask yourself. Why do people cheer when these teams take the field? Think about this for a minute. They cheer because those teams carry hope. They carry the hope of their supporters. And in the same way, you, the people of Skills USA, carry the red, wear the red, white, and blue and carry the hope of America. And I am confident that you're going to be successful. I am confident because just like all of Americans, you have belief. You have belief in the dignity of work. You have belief in the American way of life. You have belief in education, in fair play, in good work, and in standards. I am confident that you will succeed. See, you've enlisted in an American calling, and you carry our hope in that calling, just like a football team. But it's more important. Because the days after a football team, the results of the football game will fade away days or weeks or months later. But what you do will be remembered and felt and enjoyed and cheered for decades. I'm confident of you. I'm confident in all of you. But you know, there are those who are not confident. They are not confident. They question America's future. They believe that the American worker is a question going forward. I say the American worker is not a question. The American worker is the answer.
You see, you see, skills are important to us. And when we talked about the skills gap, I can tell you that we have a plant here in, right here in Louisville, and we can't find welders. We can't find welders. I wonder if Sage Finnerty of Ohio can do anything for us in that regard. But people still doubt. People still doubt. But the people who doubt, the people who doubt America and doubt our future, you see, those people could never imagine somebody like Ansel Maynard of Georgia. And they sure as heck don't know about Dalton Lee Crump of North Carolina. And they can't even think about people like Darlena Helena of Florida. Or Stephanie Wilburn of Oklahoma. Or Taylor Mackey of Massachusetts. And I assure you, they can never contemplate the strength of somebody like Robert Gomez from the Lone Star State of Texas. And for sure, the people who doubt America's future have not walked through Skills USA, and they have not walked through this conference and they have not seen the excitement and the dedication and the capabilities that are among all of you, because if they did, they would have no doubts. So that's my message. It's pretty simple. America is a great country, the greatest country in the world still today. Sure, we still have our challenges. Skills, are, there's a skills gap. 600,000 jobs are going unfilled. But we know that organizations like Skills USA is the answer. Skills USA has answered this question for decades from sea to shining sea, and it'll continue to do again. You are a group of people who carry our countries now and our nation's future. We all depend on you. I urge you, I urge you, I implore you to recognize the opportunity. I ask you to embrace the, the, uh, the responsibility. I ask again to engage the challenge because if you do not, without you, if you do not recognize the responsibility Embrace the opportunity, engage the challenge. Oil doesn't flow. Vehicles don't roll. Economies don't grow. Cities don't rise. Dreams aren't made. Planes don't fly. Prosperity isn't pursued. And yes, freedom doesn't ring. What you do Enlisting in, enlisting in Skills USA, and I want you to remember this most importantly, has always been, is today, and will be in the future.
an American calling. Our now depends on you, our future depends on you, our hope rides with you, and I am confident that you will succeed. So let me just close by saying this. To get here, it wasn't that easy for all of you, I think. You know, you had to master skills, many of which are very difficult in today's world, and you had to pass through several competitions. And for mastering those skills and passing those competitions and being here among the best of the best, you have my congratulations. For, for, guaranteeing, for guaranteeing America's future, for enlisting an American calling, for wearing the red, white, and blue and bearing our hope in the global competition, you have my admiration. And then for allowing me to be with you once again this year in the 50th anniversary of Skills USA and bask in your energy and your excitement and your capability and your commitment, you have my thanks. Make the most of this conference. This week will change your life. Thank you all very much.